0: Hey, we're Ramones of the Day, and this is We're a Happy Family. One, two, three, four!
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every single Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Molly. And I'm Philip. And today we are so lucky to have with us special guest Matt Lolia, a.k.a. Little Matt. Hey. Hi, Matt, how are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us again. All good, yeah. Uh, we're very excited today to be discussing We're a Happy Family. This is coming off of 1977's Rocket to Russia. This is going to be the Ramones' third studio album. The producers on this are uh, Tommy Ramone and Tony Bongiovi. Bongiovi. I believe Ed Stasium is mixing for them yeah, or engineering, engineering for them. Um, they're on Sire Records at this point still, which they would be for many, many years. For real. And um you, you mentioned Matt the studio
0: Media Sound, right? I, I believe so, right? I, I think mean, that's even what Ed Stadium said. I think that I think it is. That
2: I think it is Media Sound. I came after leave home. Okay. After that was out already. That was swallow my pride, right? Uh, yes. 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 Yep. Yeah, so yeah, this was the one that I was there for. All
0: right. From
1: from this point on. Nice. Cool. Um. So, Philip, you yes. what what category did you give this song? Please. Well, I
0: gave this song a, this is a song category of misbehavior.
1: Misbehavior, because I'm, even I'm, though they're a
0: happy family. Oh come on. There's a lot of
1: there's a. They're lot. selling dope <laughs>
0: to the Pope. <laughs> if that's not misbehavior, what is? I don't know what is. Oh, uh, also, this is sort of a rarity for us where, as confirmed by a video of Tommy Ramone going through each song, this is a full boat Ramones writing credit.
1: So This ra- song specifically? Yeah. So okay. not
0: So, you know, how, like, the first few albums say they're just written by the Ramones, right. but really, you know, Dee, Dee did this, Joey did that. This one, he said, it was like, it's pretty much a group effort, all four of them chipping in. For nasty. Super fun.
1: Stuff. Well, I love that it's We're a Happy Family and everybody gets to play. Yeah,
0: yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it'd be sad if they were a family and didn't. It yeah. It's like one guy wrote it. Yeah.
1: Okay, so. Uh, at, at
2: this point, they still
1: were kind of a happy family. Yeah, yeah. This must have been good times. Yeah. You I mean, know, especially because you know, this album's so dang good.
2: Everything's in front of them at this
1: point. Yeah, no know, disappointments so. yet.
2: I mean, it was. The, the, a slight nonsense going on but For the most part
3: You know
2: It was
0: straight ahead you Yeah know, And But it was good Yeah It was yeah. good times Yeah Um Molly do you want to take a guess At how many times I can confirm That they played this live Without cheating You're looking at my notes No no I, I didn't look I didn't how look How dare you
1: Well okay so just for our listeners Um The Ramones played Somewhere around 2,200 shows 200 shows Um I'm going to say that they played this at least 1,500 times.
0: Adjusted for inflation, you are incredibly correct. Uh, I found 523 confirmed, Mm -hmm. but given the fact that, yeah, it's one of the first three albums, it made it into the set until the end. I mean, I'm
1: almost positive they played this when I saw them in 1996. I
0: would bet money they did. Uh yeah, 1,534 is what it adjusts to. So you have won the big prize.
1: Woo! Am I good or what? Tell her what you
0: won. <laughs> she wants <some> her spray paint. <laughs> you win this podcast. Uh yeah, this song this song was a uh, live Mainstay, and for a while I guess it was their closer. I don't know, Matt, if you remember times when this was their like their closing song, but it seems like it was one of their things they played either before the uh before the encore, if they played an encore at all, or mm-hmm. like that, it seemed like a big rouser. Um, didn't it, well, they
2: did Pinhead, though, as the closer, though.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, that was actually the thing I was going to say, was I sometimes mix this up with Pinhead. Oh, uh, yeah. Which, mm-hmm. which sounds... Yeah, yeah. It I, I not Yeah, it's... And I thought about it later, it was like, there's a bunch of similarities. Um, yes. It closes side one of its respective albums. Mm-hmm. It's kind of got a similar beat. It has the same energy. Has the same energy. Yeah, yeah. Which is probably
1: and, why they're both closing.
0: Yeah, and I and I, yeah, and I always kind of want to shout "Gaba Gaba Hey" <laughs> during "We're a Happy Family," and they both end. The album tracks both end with like a bunch of gibberish. Yeah, a bunch of uh, nonsense, nonsense sounds stuff happening at the end. So I always mix them up. Tell me who I was. <laughs> um, it's also one of those list songs. This is almost a song category that we should have come up with. Uh huh. Which is. It's one of those songs where, like the Ramones just kinda list a bunch of shit.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, a la, commando, um, warthog kind of. Yeah. It's just like a bunch of stuff he's angry about. Yeah. Um, I'm Against It is another one, just like it lists off Burger King. And, you know, a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff. And so this is another one where it's like, okay, dad's doing that, mom's doing that, baby's doing that, <laughs> baby's doing that, da da that. And it's like, that's what songs are, just lists.
1: Well, I'm sure at some point, like, I just love the idea of Dee Dee just getting up in the morning and walking around the house and going like, soup. I can can write a (laughs) song about soup. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) Uh,
0: So, um, I I had a couple other things that I was going to go on about. Please, yes, please, place some facts on us. Those, uh, the closing noises, um, I just randomly like was trying to pick out what they what i could hear and the few things i could hear that it, distinctly uh a crying baby um i believe joey shouts things like get a job uh where's my safety pins uh at one point he says what is minimalism <laughs> uh there's phone rings uh, a dog barking which is apropos of our place and i don't know what the guy is saying but somebody says something like be something, be something number one. Like it, it, it echoes out. I don't know what he's saying. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I know what you're talking about, but I have no idea what he's saying. No, it's, it's just like be something, be something, number one, and then he fades out, and then it goes into his other stuff. So yeah, just to like a whole bunch. It's supposed. To, I think it's supposed to sound like almost a crappy apartment building full of. Things, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Right. That's a tenant,
1: a tenant house.
0: Yeah, a tenant house. Sitting a Queens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Eating refried beans.
1: Uh, this album was ranked 106 in Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time. Good for them. How do you feel about that, Matt?
2: Uh, I could, it, it's good. It's definitely a good album.
1: Yeah. I think it's maybe my favorite of the Ramones canon.
0: Yeah, you're putting it um, up there? I could give it that. Or up there.
1: Yeah. I mean, I know everybody's favorite album is the first album, but...
0: This one fights for... I, I, I feel like this choice. one,
1: by this... I kind of like that they have a few more tricks on this album, and mm-hmm. they're a little bit more polished, you know?
0: And it sounds really yeah, good. I think really they, did more. they had progressed
2: on this
1: album. Say again?
2: Then they, they, had, they had progressed.
1: Yeah, and you can hear before, it. Yeah, you can hear it. I think everyone was more comfortable in what they were doing,
2: including Tommy. And, yeah, I, I think this is definitely
0: a step up. Yeah. So, from leave home. And the first album so I was gonna say just because you mentioned Tommy, you know you had said you've your career with the band spanned all drummers um like. yeah, what he's sort of he's he's the quiet one. we don't hear a whole lot about Tom Tommy because by comparison he yeah, there's like, no crazy
1: stories about <laughs> Tommy getting stabbed or ODing or you know but I, I don't
0: know what what is your did you have much interaction with him or was it just like as you know, producer? Anything. I, Tommy was the one. He was my immediate next door neighbor. He's the one that I. Oh. Do, d- okay. Sure.
1: Right. You know, right. Right. Longest. You had mentioned that. Yeah.
0: And he's a guitar guy yeah. too. Um But I think when I started working for them and I got
2: to know them, um, he was like uh, uh, the father figure, the mature
1: one. Yeah.
2: He was different than them.
1: Yeah. You know, um, my relationship with him was different than them. Mm. Hmm. And, so, were um, you guys more you know, familiar, for, like, a, because you, you'd known him as a neighbor for so long, or were you guys not that intimate as, na- as friends and neighbors? When he was older. You know, they were, you know, he mm. was an older guy. than I mean, me. Mm-hmm. very respectful, you know, to me
2: as uh, being a younger kid. Um, and he, he just wasn't a dominant power in that group.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though intellectually he was. But
3: in terms of personality... Yeah, you know, Dee Dee
2: was very there. Dee Dee was there. Yeah, (laughs) and you kind of knew Tommy in the show. And then right after that, Tommy said he was leaving. Mm -hmm. You know, they they, and I didn't know what to make of it at first, but you know, I knew he was staying around and he was gonna, you know, bring Mark in. And I just kind of went with the flow. Tommy was gone. It was no biggie. You know what I mean? It didn't, you know, we were very cordial to each other when we saw each other. Yeah. But,
1: um... It seems like know, Tommy did, was a nice guy.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was tortured by them, as you know. mm mm-hmm. um, And he just hated it. He hated the road.
0: He hated the dynamics. Uh, and he just wanted out. Well, I think... So he wanted to... I was gonna say similar to something you'd said earlier is he wanted to be a normal human being again. I think he wanted right. that that level of of remove, right? <laughs> yeah, he um
2: he could not. He, he was he he couldn't have made he not have made it there. Yeah,
0: you
2: know, it was um, live or die. Yeah, and um, he chose to get out and to do the role that he was probably happier in. And that's you know, being producing
0: them and producing records and doing his own thing. And that's like you know uh, that's a that's we don't say it enough but that's sort of a credit to him to know because I mean you can think of a million ways that that doesn't go well. There's so many rock stories of somebody who doesn't know their own limits and what they can actually handle, that cope in different ways and fall to pieces and and worse. And that he somehow what? knew is like, you know, I I am I'm not
1: going to thrive here. <laughs> he knew him, he, but he
0: knew himself enough, right? He knew himself yeah. well enough to say, like, no. Well, that's why as... it seems
1: to me like he was probably really well adjusted. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean that's well, mature. It, 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 it's funny because they needed him.
2: Yeah.
3: Obviously.
2: Yeah. But yet at the same time, he was also tortured
3: by them. Yeah. I'm not saying Joey really took part in that,
2: but it was more that it, it was. It was. It's
0: hard to explain. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet that he just he just
2: wouldn't have made it. Yeah. yeah. You know, he, he knew
3: that 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 was not
2: for him.
0: It's that it's life. Hi, hindsight um, hindsight being twenty twenty, you'd also think is like he like the band probably wouldn't have started unless he had been there to see them and like help them form. No. Oh, yeah. Nor would he have come in like if. There's no way he would have been the second drummer. You know, there's, he would have been like, no way, I'm not doing that. The only reason he's there is because he was there. He just was. Well,
2: you know, he's not, he was a guitar
0: player. Right? right. You know that. Yeah.
2: And he just picked them up and was so musical mm-hmm. that he came up, but he was the one that, that, um, how do you say, the songs. He put them together. Uh, Arranged them. He arranged them. He had, um, he was a musician.
3: Yeah. And as minimalistic as you want
2: to call them, there was some, there was some theory to that madness of what they
1: were doing. Definitely. Whether,
2: whether he did it purposely or it happened by accident, who knows? You know? Yeah. But he knew what he was doing. Definitely. You know, and, but in terms of being in the band and the dynamics of the band and being on the road and the life that involved, I, that was not for him. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, well, it wasn't. <laughs> well, it, you also think like that's that makes sense, you know that like that he figured that out and was like, also what we were saying earlier that when when the albums weren't making it big, like it had to be even less of a draw to be like, oh, good, you get to go to. East Ger- Eastern Germany or something you like, oh my god, I yeah,
2: can't do it. Schaumburg,
0: Illinois. Yay, Schaumburg! <laughs> Schaumburg.
1: That's where Philip's from. <laughs> oh, that's very really new. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, and then the dynamics of the
0: band, which I know you know about. Yeah.
2: And um, who was running the show, so to speak. Yeah. And I I don't think he could handle that.
1: Yeah, so. definitely. Well,
2: I w- You know, I mean, they would do things to him like, in those days, it was station wagon. <laughs> and um, Danny Fields drove for a while, and then Monty, and you know Tommy was a smoker. And it was like they would stop, and then he'd you know, be outside having a cigarette, and they'd be like, Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on let's go. You know, uh, torture, torture. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. And you know about the band, right? Yeah. You know, the, the rose and who sat where. Yeah.
1: And, that must have been yeah, the, the craziest th- thing ever. Do what? It just, it's so nuts to me to think that you would spend so much time with people that you're literally not speaking to, you know, traveling in a car together.
2: Yeah, and just that, you know, you had to be lonely enough to suffer enough. (laughs) Yeah. If you didn't want it, you couldn't that, you know, the dynamics of that,
0: then best off mail. Yeah, totally. I I wondered, though, like, did no one ever say, or it was this just, just not the way it would happen? It was like, what if we switched vans? Like, Joey, you ride in that other van and and say, you, Matt, ride with in, in the band van. You know, I know they had, like, two different trucks and stuff. Like, could they not switch it up? <laughs>
2: It was, uh, you know, all monetary. A lot of it was money. Mm. And um, no, it was money. We drove them in in that school bus, the retarded school bus. (laughs) And um, we drove a truck, you know, when other bands were in buses and crews were in buses and using semis. You know, we were in trucks and... You know, they did their records in two weeks and three weeks. So they didn't spend a lot of money on recording
0: because that they thought was a waste. And it was all about their bottom line. Yeah, that was a there was a part in Richie's book when he talks about touring, of course. And he talks about I I might mess up these details, but basically that they, they almost had a rule that if it was under like 300, like under 200 miles, they wouldn't get a hotel. Like, they would go uh-huh. back to New York, even if it was, like, they were going to Boston one night, and then the next night was going to be, like, someplace out of Boston. Wow. They still, like, go made home. the drive.
2: They were trying to do that with us. And I, I, to be honest, I would do that a lot because I wanted to get home. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, there's no point in, you know, it's a six-hour drive from New York to Boston. What, are you going to drive three hours and stop and then wake up in the morning? Yeah. Right. But, You know, that was, you know, those shows, and that's what I meant by the torture.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Doing DC and coming back home, you know, doing Boston and coming back home. It was like, you know, you drive early in the morning, and then you set up and then you sit around and wait. Yeah. Because it's all about waiting. And you're doing bars, you don't go on till late. You're not doing a theater where you go on at eight or nine. Mm. You know, it's all about um, how late you can serve drinks. (laughs) And then two o'clock in the morning, you're packing up and driving back to New York. Man. You know what I mean? So it's like it was grueling.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was definitely grueling. So in and, your um, so in your truck, what were you doing? Were you listening to books on tape? <laughs> or like, <laughs> like, what, what, what? Yeah, I mean, what would you? What would? Yeah, what would you know, guys like, do for fun on the you know, long the drives? Other, the other group is listening to like baseball games and AM radio. So I do not know what's the what's the road cruise. What were you guys doing?
2: Well, we had two trucks for a long time okay the sound truck which was guys from Ohio they were all based out of Youngstown so they went oh. to uh, uh, M.O.R. Uh, definitely they were Journey and uh, Ted Nugent and stuff like that this goes back to oh, those sure. years um I, I depending on who I was working with um I, I could I can listen to anything yeah you know um I'd listen to Megadeth, I'd listen to uh, Journey, I'd, it would depend, you know, I mean, you needed to listen to something.
1: Hmm. You Are you know, still friends with those guys from the road?
2: Um, yeah, it's, Markovich, he's kind of dropped off, he's older, he's a grandfather,
3: mm-hmm. um,
2: he's not a Facebook
3: person. Yeah.
2: Uh, Mitch Keller, I beat to Bubbles, uh, one of the lighting guys I talked to. The guy that took my place, we talk on Facebook all the time. He actually mm-hmm. lived near me when I was back in New York. Um, yeah, we talk. I mean, it's I it's a special
1: my... fraternity, you know.
2: The what?
1: It's it's a special fraternity. It's definitely something you guys share. That oh yeah
2: yeah, and with Johnny, there was only two of us. It was well, Mickey Lee. Yeah, he taught me how to do it.
1: Uh huh. You know,
2: when when I did my first shows, it was me. I call him Mitch. Mm -hmm. Not Mickey Lee, but we'll go by the Mickey Lee. It was me, Mickey Lee, Artie, and Monty. And then Mickey Lee left to go on and do his own thing with the Rattlers, his own career, and that's when Big Matt came. So it was me, Matt, and Artie. And Artie did the lights, and Matt did the drums, and I did guitars. And Monty did sound. And eventually we got Markovich. And Monty did
0: yeah. I about that. Um, I have a question, a very like technical question, but mm-hmm. I I've never been part of a touring band at all. Um, but I know that like sometimes at the end of the night you have to like repair guitars and stuff like that. Like, what are you? What type of things are you doing? Are you taking them apart, just cleaning um, them up, or what? What is happening? Well,
2: I, 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 with them, not often. No. But Dee used to have a problem with sweating out his bases
1: <laughs>
2: because of, you know, yeah. the amount of sweat that would come off him. Yeah. So I eliminated that problem by getting silicone go from a hardware store and just putting silicone around the pickups. Huh. Oh. And that stopped that from happening. And John's guitars, those most rights, were pretty durable.
0: Yeah. Um.
2: There wasn't a lot of Occasionally a cable would break inside of them, you know, a wire. Okay. And, um, but, and you know, about the, um, when the truck was stolen in LA? Yeah. From the Palladium, that, that's what happened that night. That guitar broke. So that guitar was in the room with me and the, everything else was stolen.
0: Yeah. So,
2: but there wasn't, it wasn't, how do you say, like doing the Edge or Eddie Van Halen with
0: that? Yeah.
3: Yeah, you know, yeah. Changing strings every couple of days. You know,
2: with the Edge, you had to change three high strings one day, three lower strings one day, huh. bass strings every day. You know, pedals, you know, with Johnny, it was his on and off switch, amps on 11,
0: and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I ask because I, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I sometimes hesitate because I don't want to say I'm a guitar guy. It's like, I can't solo or anything like that, but I like playing and and I'll watch, you know, you can watch things on YouTube about how to do this, how to do that, and I'm like, holy crap, there's all this stuff, like this technical stuff that I don't know, so I'm like, oh man, you've probably had one like in your hotel room and you're servicing it. No <laughs> idea what's happening. Like I'm scared to, and I'm scared to take had, a, to... To, i I'm kind of self-taught, yeah. and the guys from Ohio were like real,
2: uh, how do you want to say, tech guys? Yeah. And so so i I ever had a problem, I would just ask one of them to, what wire the solder there
3: yeah you know
2: like i said it wasn't real technical stuff yeah yeah they they were doing what they had you know it was like like them pretty simplistic yeah
1: um matt this is totally out of left field but do you have any like crazy behind like on stage during a set moments that you can remember that you'd be willing to share like I'm sure you must have seen crazy things, people trying to climb up on the stage with them, or, I mean, it's yeah, the Ramon show, happen. crazy shit must have gone down. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, they, 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 that would happen, I remember times in, in Scotland, kids climbing the PA to get on the stage.
3: Yeah. So, um,
2: yeah, that would happen occasionally, not.
1: All the time I mean, did you ever feel like maybe you were in danger? <laughs> no. Okay. No? Well, because I mean, like no. punk, especially, you know, in Europe, going over to some of those those punk audiences, they can be yeah. hardcore.
0: Yeah. Aggressive. No, no,
2: I never
1: thought that. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Like I said, me and John would kind of enjoy the shows. Yeah,
2: yeah. Watching the kids. Mm. You know, I was saying about how kind of it's a job. I mean, think about it for John and for them doing the same songs, every, yeah how many times a week you know he would kind of I'm sure he would turn off to an extent it was all robotic, yeah yeah you know what I mean
3: yeah, no sure
2: it was like flick the switch and turn the switch off,
0: yeah you know
2: um and that's why he would like I said be looking at me and making faces at me and stuff just because they were just doing it robotically, yeah hmm. you know back and forth you know when richie does richie talk about in the book when he broke his hand
3: yes yeah
2: and um i mean that was good That, was <laughs> a,
3: that <laughs> <bad>. <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> when
2: richie, richie had the drumstick taped in his hand yeah because john was furious because he jeopardized the show oh yeah.
0: by doing that um crazy It's funny to think of the, like, you say the robotic nature. And I kind of think that, too. And I tend to, like, say it, like, apologetically. Like, I'm not trying to say they're robots. But that's almost what makes it interesting, too, is that you're just going to keep trying to do this. Like, if we can just do this, we're just going to keep doing this. And how
1: how fiercely they tried to make it faster and faster. So it seemed like they were literally... Like that—that that is such a robotic thing yeah. to, to to try to do it. To
0: Maximize efficiency. Yeah, to me,
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Must be exactly.
1: efficient.
2: Exactly. John just wanted to get off stage. <laughs> 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 you know, it was like, uh, uh, "If ever Powell would go out, you know, sometimes when you're doing those clubs, that can happen." Yeah, yeah. That would just piss him off because that made more time he had to stand there. You know, so, so he would funny. start yelling at me, you know. I can't do anything I have nothing to do with it you
0: know <laughs> yeah. with the power going off you know and to, it just pulled the amount of time he was up there yeah that you know that that was, I, I came up with another question because we mentioned going faster and faster and I know that that was especially like Johnny's big driving thing right it was like faster 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 and the albums aren't selling so great I was wondering why they like the later albums they don't Play faster on them Like even the later songs They play mm-hmm. Like they record A song At a certain tempo But when they play it They play it much faster And yeah. I'm like If you're so into faster You can record fast
1: Well that is what I mean cause Matt You say you know You knew them as a live band And it, it is weird Like their their live show Is almost A completely different band Sometimes Than the albums That they're putting out mm-hmm. Yeah I, But I think That's
2: a dumb that I think That's just the way it is With them Yeah, the live show was a different animal. You know, I mean, it was a different animal. Yeah. And um, it's hard to do what they did, I'll tell you that. Yeah.
3: Because I
2: play. Yeah. And I would do sound checks, because sometimes Dee Dee wouldn't be there, sometimes they wouldn't be there, and we would do it, the crew. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, you feel that. You know, I played bass with Johnny and Mark on Chinese Rocks, Soundcheck, sound check and mm. it's hard yeah it's hard especially that with a with how low he kept the bass yeah you know you try to keep your arm extended like that but <laughs> it. it's hard
0: stuff i've been uh i've been trying to play like pick up my speed of just downstroking, and yeah it's yeah really hard it is so much it's work really hard i can't believe do him that do that this for an hour yeah yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, Constantly.
0: I mean,
2: Clem Burke couldn't
1: do it. No. Nope. <laughs> Famously. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's and, crazy. You know, he was he's known as a great drummer, right? He, yeah. yeah, he is. He's just not a Ramones drummer. Mm-hmm. It's no, weird. A drummer. It's a weird Yeah, it's a weird like like you said fraternity. Um It's a weird. Uh sorry, I'm I'm
1: No, no, no. So that. I I think we can go into how we feel about the song We're oh, a happy yeah, the family. Song. <laughs> Um, Matt, what are your thoughts on this song? Do you like this song?
2: Yes. I mean, it has meaning to me with growing up in Queens. and
1: like being, <laughs> Yeah. So both
2: me and Matt both, you know, when and raised in Queens. And, you know,
0: it, it, it's just a good, fun song. Yeah.
1: Definitely. It's it going, sounds going good. It you, you I feel like you definitely want to play it again, you know? Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, nice too like that it reminds you of, of where you grew up. That's that's even more special. Yeah,
2: definitely. You know, I mean, I don't and mean that. I don't Forest that. And it just, yeah, it kind of makes me like we're
1: of like that. Too. I mean, that's one of the things I do love about the Ramones. It just seems like. I know you didn't necessarily grow up being friends with, you know, Joey, but all you guys kind of grew up in the same neighborhood.
2: Yeah, well, uh, again, they're
1: older than me. Yeah, but, but it's fun that it just kind of seems like this gang of guys yeah. from the hood. You know, we're gonna we're gonna do a band. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, the way us to was, it's like a small
0: town, so you knew everybody, even if you didn't know them. Yeah, you know, and
2: um, you know, like I said, Tommy, you know that Richard Adler guy.
1: Yeah, Richard the Adler. One we more we time. Them
2: the tangerine puppets, oh okay, so yeah, that, I do know that Tommy and Johnny were in. You know him. He lived on in the same building as me and Tommy. And um, yeah, it was. It, it was just ironic that me and that ended up there. You know, maybe not. Maybe that's the way those things happen.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: You know. Um, so there was this connection. Yeah. To them. And to
0: being from Forest Hills. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're such a New York band. Yeah, uh, Philip. What? How do you feel about this song?
0: I love this song. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I think we've said it every time we've had a uh, wh- uh, song from Rocket to Russia, but the guitar sounds awesome. Um, just sounds so good. Yeah, and, and full and lush and no, I I've always loved this song. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm a big fat love for me.
1: Big fat love for me too. I think it's probably one of their classic. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, it's one of the songs you think of when you think of the Ramones. I think that uh, you know, Matt, we talk a lot about um, the different faces that the Ramones had in music. Like sometimes they they did this poppy thing, and sometimes they did a, a punky thing, and sometimes, especially in the later years, they tried to do a metal thing. And um, I feel like there there's different versions of the band for sure, and this is a version of the band that everybody can enjoy.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: You know, this song is for everybody. This song is fun. This
0: is, yeah.
1: This song is, you know, even if your mom never heard the Ramones before, she'd probably think this was pretty fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yes. It's, <laughs> a, it's
1: a, a fun pop
0: punk song or Yeah. 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 This, is the pop, this is that, like, and it's, I mean, Rocket to Rush is practically the pop punk. Definitely. Bible. But, I mean, like, this is one of those things where it's like, it's a little snotty, but only a little. And it's fun, but it's also aggressive. And, you know, it's like kind of got just that.
1: It's got a little bit of a swing. Yeah,
0: a little. Yeah, and it has a little bit of a swing. Yeah. Um, uh, Matt, are you a love as well? Did we get that? <laughs> yeah. I,
1: okay. I I think I think that's right. going to be a love. Okay. Um, before we uh find our way out of this song, I just did want to mention the We Are a Happy Family um, uh cover,
0: cover oh, album. Oh yeah, the tribute. That album. the
1: tribute album. Thank you. That has everybody on it. It's uh, you two. Rob uh, Garbage, Zombie. The Pretenders, Rancid, um, uh,
0: Oh shoot, there's Kiss,
1: else. Marilyn Manson. Yeah, that's
0: right. Marilyn and
1: uh, Matt, I I don't know if you're a fan of this album. I listened to it a couple times just because of the song and mm-hmm. the nature of the song. And um, I actually loved, I I love that album. Really? I, I I think they're all really well thought out covers.
0: They're it's weird. Uh, I think that I don't. Uh, uh, the chili peppers on there. Yes. They open
1: it. Yep, they open it. And I heard yeah, somewhere I that. that Johnny liked that song so much. He he loved their rendition. That's why he, they put the the song first on what, the album.
0: What
3: were they doing?
1: They did remember. um Beat on the Brat. No, don't quote no. me on that.
0: No, U2's Beat on the Brat. Um I'm not sure. I'm not sure what song it is. It was that good. Is that good? <laughs> oh, we got to vote uh the most valuable.
1: So yes, so Matt, who do you think you the most uh, MVR <laughs> Most Valuable Ramon is on the song is?
0: Yeah, no, This is a tough one The t- The toughest yeah, ones are the ones where it's like All cylinders you Yeah.
1: Know? I don't know i I'm going to give it to Tommy Because he's <laughs> producing and playing the drums And for that reason
0: I'm going to give it to him I am too, same reasons I, w- I will third that Oh, yeah, the
1: tri- nice Honor of Tommy. The yes. Tom Fecta Absolutely. We're huge Tommy fans, obviously. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Yes, yes. No, yeah. Tommy was the
1: man. Yeah. Yeah. He really was. Well, uh, Matt, do you have any last thoughts on um, We're a Happy Family or the Ramones in general or your your time with them? It was,
2: uh, it was definitely an adventure of a lifetime. I, I mean, I the that uh, have lasted forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like yesterday, and it, it, it was a chance of a lifetime. Right it was
0: great. Do you ever wake up? Do you ever wake up from a nightmare of like, like, oh my god, I gotta go to Boston? You're like, oh no, I'm fine. Oh <laughs> Jesus! I, I haven't had nightmares. I have had
2: dreams.
0: Yeah. You know, crew dreams, band dreams. You
3: know, like I said, I said before, I shake my head when I think about them being gone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Because you know it's. You know, we're all getting older
1: and... I know, but I feel like they, they all you. died so so early, yeah. like too too but, early. Uh, yeah, I mean, it,
0: it
2: makes you think of your own
0: mortality, too. Yeah. Well, you, I mean, we're, I think we're younger than you are, but Matt, you're older than any of them ever were. Younger. No, what? I mean, at this moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've at this moment, outlived you have them. Outlived, yeah, yeah you have outlived them age-wise, yeah, which just, is crazy. I just, turned,
2: I just turned 62
0: this week. Hey, happy happy birthday. birthday
2: Thank you yeah. I, I think Tommy Passed at what 60
0: Ooh, I don't He was in the 60s Wasn't he ju- But if he was It was just I mean it wasn't yeah, it, was it wasn't nice. It wasn't deep into it I mean that's no, It's too no. young It's crazy to think about Yeah It's crazy you know Aww. Fucking Didi. She's my French
1: No you're allowed to say Fucking Deedee <laughs> He didn't
0: have
2: to go No Yeah Didi. You know That's yeah. You know, I knew mean, he was a tortured person, but I wish, you know, yeah. it's too bad. Yeah. It is too because bad. He, because like I said, uh, you know, he might remain close with,
1: till he went out to California. Mm. Yeah. And also, yeah. knowing Dee Dee, he'd probably still be making music and writing and... Yeah.
2: And, yeah. yeah. And enjoying this.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. yeah, Matt, I wanted to ask you, you know, how do you feel about... the the status of the Ramones in the modern times, you know, having been with them through what they considered failure of their career. I mean, maybe maybe they're not, you know, they never got U2 status in America, but I I feel like they're huge here now. Do you think that's true? Do you feel... Um...
2: I don't know about here. I still get Mm. people... Oh, I know who they are. They don't know nothing. (laughs) You know, they know the name, but that's it. Like Mm. I have shirts still, and when I wear them, I don't bring it up to a lot of people. But sometimes when I meet somebody and I get to know
3: them, I'll bring it up. Mm. Yeah. And they'll go, "I know them," you know, and they don't know anything. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah.
2: With the fact that they're all brothers,
3: you know. Yeah. That you know that
1: takes you out of the box right away. Yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) You know definitely um, and then some people think they're like a
2: 50's group okay. I don't know about here I really don't I think I have a feeling if they you know it would still be the same nonsense here in America hmm. funny except for the big cities
3: yeah you know which was the way it was back then New York
2: Chicago LA San Francisco you know they did okay but getting to the middle of the country I don't know
0: hmm. I really I really don't. I'm skeptical. Yeah, I get that though. Whether. Because I mean, especially you saw you—you you were in the shit. You, uh, <laughs> you know, you went—you—you you were there firsthand. So yeah, it—you it, you, a lot would have to change for them to mm-hmm. have suddenly become like, oh my god, you know, like to completely 180 where it is right now, which is like a shirt and a couple songs and some movies.
3: Yeah. I, 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 do bands get big anymore? And, yeah, there's, and there's so. that too.
0: Well, I, but I mean, like albums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It isn't yeah, the same. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. You know I, it's it different game. It
2: I mean, it mean I, it's, it's, I mean, uh, it's uh, my nephew who's out there with you guys. Hmm. He's um, he's into all these. I don't know what kind of bands
0: they are. <laughs> you know, I mean, he respects the Ramones and the bands that he works for. Or and he's a photographer. Oh, okay. And uh, they all know the moms, but, you know, so there is respect, but I don't know. It, it seems different now. It yeah. Is, isn't it? it? Oh, definitely. Yeah.
1: I think it's much harder. Like, the people that are huge are just insanely huge, like Beyonce, but then there's no real mid-tier rock stardom.
0: Yeah. No, it's it's... It- you can you can be on YouTube and you do your thing is the same as some guy actually produced an album is the same as everything else. It's weird. Yeah. It's really strange.
2: Right, right. And I guess the old big guys are still big, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you Metallica
1: Yeah.
2: Bands bands like
0: that, but is there a
1: middle of the road anymore? <laughs> Not really.
0: No. Not so much. No. Yeah. yeah it's weird to think and about it, I didn't think about that.
2: Internet. Yeah You're yeah, the worst And kind of, uh, no selling of records
0: Yeah 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 I know You know The industry has changed Forever and ever
1: Yeah Well uh, Matt Loya everybody Loya uh, Thank you so much for joining yeah, us so on much. Oh, yeah. On the podcast right. uh, You guys listening out there You can find him on Facebook We'll, we'll link to him on the page And um Thanks for joining us. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. And tune in next time when we'll be discussing what you do on Ramones of the Day.